I mean, if you are a product-based business or if you're a service-based business, people want to see you. So you can be in the video, but you don't even have to talk necessarily. So you can just use trending sounds. You can put up um, captions. I always recommend using captions um, just to make your videos accessible to everyone. So yeah, listing out things and such. Uh, so you don't really have to speak if you don't want to, but I would recommend showing your face. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In today's episode, we are back on the topic of TikTok with Chelsea Barstow of Willow Bee Goods. Chelsea's advice helped me create a viral TikTok video that's reached almost 1 million views, so I'm really excited to share her expertise with you here today. We talked about a content strategy to get started with a new account how to create fun videos even if you are a total introvert, and what hashtags to use on your TikTok videos. We also talk about how you can use affiliate links to monetize your video content. I'd love to see you put some of the ideas in this episode into use. You can find me on TikTok at wherewagrepeat. Tag me, duet me, You can even stitch one of my videos so we can support each other on that platform too. I'll keep an eye out for you over there. Chelsea Barstow is the creator of Willow Bee Goods and a social media manager for women in the pet industry. Chelsea started her career with animals working as a zookeeper for seven years, during which she fell in love with animal enrichment. After she adopted her dog, Levi, in early 2020, Chelsea launched the Willow Bee Goods website, which sells dog and dog mom accessories. Her mission is to help you have the best possible relationship with your dog while looking your best. I love that. Chelsea also creates popular TikTok videos to help educate other pet parents on the amazing activities you can do with your dog. She enjoys building a community in the pet industry so much that recently she started working as a social media manager for other women in the pet industry. Hey, Chelsea. Hi, Tori. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. In a very podcasty voice. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm so excited um, to talk to you, like just to give everyone like a little bit of a background. You posted back in January, I think it was, mm-hmm. you were like, use this sound on TikTok because, um, you know, accounts, small accounts are getting a lot of views on this sound. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what do I have to lose? You know, I, my TikTok videos never get a lot of views, but I was like, Chelsea said to do it. So I used this sound and lo and behold, it was a video of my built-in dog wash, which admittedly is super awesome. But my dogs weren't even in the video. I wasn't even in the video. It was just like a video of the dog wash. And it has at this moment, 938,000 views. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
doing so good. Every other video on my account has like 500, <laughs> but the, the song that you recommended, like I, it, that must've been the golden ticket. Um, the, the magical touch that helped that video. So I'm really interested to hear about, you know, what you're doing on TikTok and, and kind of your favorite ways to use it because I obviously believe that you are the TikTok genius. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh no, not at all. Honestly, it just takes so much watching TikTok and that's kind of uh, sad, not sad, but you know, uh, just scrolling through TikTok, seeing eventually TikTok sounds are used over and over again. And the more you scroll, obviously the more you'll hear it. And so that sound in particular kept coming up. And I was just checking out the accounts that were using it. And a lot of them were super small, but the amount of views that they were getting for that particular video was crazy high. And so I was, I started my social media manager TikTok account, which only had like maybe two or three videos on it. And I was like, let me just try it. So I tried it and that one also got a crazy amount of views. And I was like, oh, I think I might be onto something. So that's why I eventually ended up sharing it. And I'm so happy it worked for you. Um, I've seen other people on TikTok that have like tagged me in their videos saying like, oh, like, look, this worked. So it's just really exciting to see those things. But yeah, it's just the more that you watch TikTok, you can see what's trending, what's not. Um, and what's good about it is you can save those sounds for later. So you don't have to make a video immediately. You can just go back to it later. Well, I'm glad to hear that watching TikTok is kind of the key because I do watch a lot of TikTok. <laughs> it gets addicting and they know that that's how they get you is there's just this endless scroll and then you can go like on the For You page or you can just watch the ones that of uh, the people that you're following, but it's just endless. Yeah, uh, it's just, it, it it is endless and it's really kind of been cool, I think, to see the evolution over the pandemic and the quarantine, because mm -hmm. I think when TikTok first started becoming popular in early 2020, um, and maybe it was popular in other circles before that, but like, I think the pandemic really skyrocketed it. And so when people first started getting on, it seemed like it was like complicated dance routines, um, like very complicated editing that you'd see these videos and you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Or, oh my God, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And now, at least on my For You page and everyone's is different, but a lot of the videos that I see are just like such normal people mm -hmm. talking into the camera, sharing their observations on life or sharing their everyday life. And, um, and, and that seems to be most of the things that I see. Now I'm sure there are still the crazy dances and all this yeah. kind of stuff that exists, but like, it's kind of, I, I think that's kind of been one of the coolest parts of, um, of this past like year and a half is that like the production value for things, not that it's like low production value, but it's just like, you don't have to be like Steven Spielberg yes. in order to make a good video. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I love TikTok so much is because, you know, TikTok versus Instagram, uh, TikTok, you can have a hundred followers, you can have a hundred thousand followers, you can have a million followers, but everyone has a pretty much equal playing field of going viral on TikTok. And the crazy dance thing, I'm not a dancer. I will never be a dancer. <laughs> You will not yeah, see me I was like, how am I going to work the dogs into this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, TikTok has become so much about education and like learning things in a fun way. So you can make 
education entertaining. And I've mm-hmm. learned so much on it. Yeah. So do you, is there like a formula or something if someone wants to, if someone's like, I've never made a TikTok or I'm making them and they aren't getting any views, is there kind of like a formula or um, sort of an approach when you're considering making a new one? Yeah. So for me, it was best to make a introduction video as to what my account was going to be about. And that's the first video that kind of, I think it's gotten like 16,000 views. So it's not super popular, but I think that's how people first started following me is because I just put an introduction, who I am, what my account's going to be about. You know, I was doing like puppy tips and enrichment stuff. Um, So I think that definitely helps because then it kind of narrows you down into your niche or your category and people will start to follow you. And then after that, if you're a new account and you don't really know exactly what niche you want to be in, you can experiment and put out different videos and see which ones catch on, which ones are doing really well, and then you can narrow it down from there. So my enrichment videos were doing really, really well. So I kind of niche down on that. Cool, cool. So um, what if someone is really introverted and not excited at all about the idea of being on video? (laughs) How, yeah. what, would, what would you recommend that they they do in that case? Yeah, so I'm 100% an introvert, always have been, probably always will be. Um, but I mean, if you are a product-based business or if you're a service-based business, people want to see you. Um, so you can be in the video, but you don't even have to talk necessarily. So I started making TikToks really in towards the end of August. And I just looked it up last night. I did not start start speaking in my TikTok videos until the end of December. <laughs> so oh. yeah, you can just use trending sounds. You can put up um, captions. I always recommend using captions um, just to make your videos accessible to everyone. Um, so yeah, listing out things and such. Uh, so you don't really have to speak if you don't want to, but I would recommend showing your face. Well, and also TikTok has a lot of just really cool features where you can write out your captions and then you can have it be text to speech and have like their little robot read it out for you. And that's been something new, but I think that that is a great option for introverted people who are just like not ready to put themselves out there completely yet. Yeah, but it doesn't, I think when you see that, you don't, you don't assume like, oh, this person's such an introvert. Yeah. It's just, it's become a trending thing to use Absolutely. this robot voiceover. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So how about, um, okay. I, I know that we're, ta- we're here to talk about TikTok, but there is a giant um, Instagram shaped elephant in the room, <laughs> which is reels, which is mm-hmm. obviously a response to TikTok's popularity. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of overwhelming, like how, you know, you can't really create content all day long. Like we, we also have like businesses to run, so we yeah. can't just be making videos all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So is it okay to repurpose your TikToks as reels? And are there any things that you like should not do or that you should do when you're doing that? Yes, absolutely. Please repurpose your content. <laughs> you will go crazy if you don't. Um, so Reels, for me at least, has been super glitchy, and I don't love it. Um, But I will repurpose my TikToks for Reels. But now Instagram has come out and said that they will not be pushing out anything with a watermark on it. So, quote-unquote, going after TikTok without saying their name. Um, Fortunately, there's quite a few ways to uh, take out that watermark. Um, 
you can, uh, what is it, screenshot, or what's it called when you... You see like a live video or a live photo? Yeah, you can do it that way. A screen grab video? Yeah, yeah. So you know how you can record your screen? Yeah. Um, So you record your screen before you uh, actually put up your TikTok, but I forget to do that a lot. So you can also save it as a live photo, then go into your photos, save it as a video, and that will... um, have the video with a watermark in the corner, but you can easily crop that out. Crop or there's out. apps that like will blur it over. Yeah. I've so been using m- musicallydown.com. Oh, okay. Um and there's even you can go like the website, you can go to musicallydown.com. I was doing it on my computer and saving the video and then yeah. error dropping it to my phone. <laughs> I mean it, it's just all so tedious. Yeah. Um but lately I've been using the musicallydown.com mobile website and you can export the video without the watermark. I don't know how they do it, but oh, I'll have to check that out. I haven't heard that one yet. Oh yeah. Try, yeah. try that. But here's like one of the problems that, and this is just like, I don't know that you have an answer. I just want to complain about it, but <laughs> um, is on Instagram reels. It just annoys me so much how a, a, t- a reel is nine by 16 aspect ratio, like super vertical. But then when it shows up in your feed, it crops off the top and the bottom. Yeah. So you have to be so careful about where you put your text overlay or any kind of overlay, or even like how you're framing the video, because certain people will see the full screen. Certain mm-hmm. people won't. It's just like so annoying to me. Yeah. I'm really hoping that Instagram kind of figures it out um, because until then, I think TikTok is winning in this race, but hopefully they can figure that out. Do you ever discover a fabulous new tool to run your business and wonder why you didn't know about it sooner? That used to happen to me all the time. Luckily, through this podcast, I've asked over a hundred women what their favorite tools, apps, and resources are to run their pet industry businesses. I put their recommendations in one place, and I'm so happy that I can share that list with you. Discover over 150 apps, tools, and even the best squeaker to get the perfect doggy photo. It's all in the Wear, Wag, Repeat resource guide. The guide is totally free. Just go to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide and you can get your paws on it. I think this is a good, a good little segue into niching down because someone needs to tell Instagram (laughs) that you can't be everything to everyone. (laughs) You you need to find your niche. So, so how, how important has it been for you niching down? Like you said in, in last, like in August or so you started Mm -hmm. to niche down specifically to enrichment kind of stuff. And like, what did you, what happened when you started doing that? So for TikTok, their algorithm is crazy specific. So they know from your hashtags, from the content of your video, who to send it out to. So if you are doing different videos on completely different things, it's going to get confused and it's not going to know who to send out your videos to. So typically for my videos, I try to use pretty much the same hashtags, not always switching it up every once in a while. They say uh, the best amount to use is between four and six hashtags for your video. Um, But yeah, just keeping it uh, pretty specific and narrow on your niche so that TikTok will know exactly who the uh, community of people to send it out to. 
about hashtags, do you yeah. use any of those trending ones that are like the Yo Play Flip Switch or Pepsi Halftime Challenge or whatever? I've tried that and it hasn't done anything for me. Okay. The more that I use like hashtag dog enrichment, hashtag canine enrichment ideas is going to get it out to the people who actually care about my videos and who are actually going to follow me. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, so on TikTok, you're mostly posting about canine enrichment, but like simultaneously you have Willow Be Goods. Mm-hmm. And so you're making dog bandanas and um, other accessories for dog moms. So how are canine enrichment videos selling dog bandanas? Uh, well, I think it's a good mix of it. So in between my enrichment videos, I'll kind of put out um, background, like what I'm doing in the background or like uh, putting together orders, stuff like that. So people catch on and they see, oh, yes, yeah, she does enrichment videos, but she also has this business. Like, let me go check it out. And the good thing about TikTok is you can link over to your Instagram account. So I've gotten a ton of followers from my TikTok onto my Instagram account so they can see um, the business side plus all the like education side that I do. And so then your Instagram feed is more just like your, you know, typical kind of business. Yeah. So for my static, static posts on Instagram, I just strictly do um, my product based business. My reels, I'll uh, repurpose my TikToks and put up my uh, enrichment ones. But yeah, for static posts, it's just my products. For stories, you'll see me and what I'm doing in the background. But TikTok is pretty much the videos of enrichment and background stuff. Cool. Um, another another thing that I saw that you posted on TikTok that I think went kind of viral was a licky mat. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you like just tell us about that licky mat and how like it wasn't available and you had to like when it did go available, how, like how how did you kind of work that? Yes. Yeah, so I am an affiliate for Pop Mom Crate. So they'll send me um, one each month and I kind of put it out on my Instagram. But there was a a licky mat in there that I absolutely loved. It was better than any other one that I've gotten before. It took Levi forever to go through it. So I thought it was great. So I shared it on my TikTok and people went crazy for it, um, asking me, you know, where I got it. And it's a a soda pup lick mat. So I looked it up and it wasn't on their website. So I contacted them and I was like, hey, like this is going crazy. People are super interested in it. When is it going to be out? So they, I was in contact with them. They were telling me when it was going to be out. Um, so people were asking me on that specific video, like, let me know when it's out. Uh, so I ended up putting up a video on after that of uh, when it was out. And I had an affiliate link in my bio so that people could just directly go in and buy it. That's so nice. Did okay. you... Do you like go in and reply to every comment and be like, the link is up or like, what do you do? I, I did, honestly, because I, I like uh, having that community and be, having people, you know, that ask me to do things. I'll do it for you. That's fine. <laughs> like you want to give your dog the best life. I'm all for it. So I definitely try to go back in and answer as many comments as I can. Yeah. It's like all about that follow through. Mm-hmm. So if someone, if someone does have a video that goes viral, what should they do afterward? Like when I had that one that went over 900,000 now, but at the time it was growing like 10, 20, mm-hmm. 500. I was like, what do I even do? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is kind of insane. Like, how can I capitalize on this? Yeah. Or like, what should I do? So like, what would you do? 
they recommend that you go live. So I believe it's once you get past a thousand followers on TikTok, you can go live. Um, I don't like going live, so I don't. But uh, apparently you can gain a lot more followers if you do that. And then once you have the video um, that has gone viral, just take a second look at it. Look at your analytics. Uh, look at the hashtags that you use, the content. Um, was it specifically what you talked about? And just experiment from there and see what still catches on so that you can make future content that is similar and may also go viral. So the the most popular comments on my video, just to get your feedback here, and this video, I mean, this was like a while ago now, I've posted a bunch of stuff since then, mm-hmm. but one thing I haven't acted on at all was like, everyone was like, you look just like Max's owner from Secret Life of Pets. And I looked it up and like, yeah, I kind of do it. I also have big brown dogs. So yeah. Um, and then uh, the other half of the people were like, are you Snow White from Once Upon a Time? And I was like, yes, that's me actually. Um, <laughs> so like, should I, I was like, how could I make a video that's like, like a split screen of like me with Max's mom from Secret Life? Like, is that something? Yeah, you totally could. If people are saying that and commenting on it, go for it. See if it catches on. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're going to give me like way too many TikTok ideas. <laughs> like write them all down. I have like a notes app in my phone that I just write all of my ideas down. Yeah, that's really smart. I also saw a really good tip that was um, because, you know, everyone's like, like you you even said, you can save the music or like Mm -hmm. save a video so that you can duet it later or you can use the music later or something like that. And or you put it in your favorites and someone was like, after you use it, take it out of your favorites because you have to go in there and like physically remove it. But then that way it's a lot easier because for me, I have to click on every single one to hear what it sounds like because I can't yeah. remember what they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought that was also just a really good tip to kind of like keep it organized and like keep creating fresh stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I should totally do that because I have so many sounds saved. <laughs> yeah, it was I, it was really good advice. I forget who I saw that did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So your, your first video, like just to kind of wrap it up and give people like something to do. <laughs> here. Um, your first video that you did was like an intro of what your account is Mm -hmm. about. Um, do you also periodically reintroduce yourself, like repost almost that exact same thing? Um, yes. So I ended up making pretty much another one a few weeks ago that was just basically talking about enrichment because the first one that I did was like, here are all the things that I'm going to talk about, but now I'm so niche down into enrichment. I said, you know, this account is about enrichment. This is why I love it. Um, it's for me specifically, I try to make all of my ideas $20 or under so that it's accessible for everyone. Um, so yeah, I did end up doing a different reintro- or reintroduction video for that. Awesome. Yeah. So, cause like, w- I think once you kind of start to find your niche, like it can kind of change and it can get mm-hmm. even more niche or it can kind of like slide a little to the left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so it can be good to kind of reintroduce you and and what you're about. Yeah. And you might even get some new followers from that. So yeah. Okay. Now before we run out of time, I want to make sure to ask you about um your social media managing. So are you helping people with their TikToks or Instagrams or everything? Or like, you know, what kind of stuff are you working on? Yeah. So I offer a little bit of everything. Um I do offer TikTok help as well as Instagram and Pinterest. Uh I've taken your Pinterest course, which was very helpful. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I love I, Pinterest. <laughs> I just really want to help women in the pet industry take up the space that they deserve to take up. There are so many incredible women in this field. Um, and I do have a few clients. I have room for a few more, but I just love working with women in this field. So I'm super excited about it. Yay. That's so awesome. I'm so happy that you're doing that because, you know, I, I think so many people like we can't, we just can't do everything. And then we're actually like trying to grow and run our businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't also be an influencer (laughs) at the same time, unless that's your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Now tell us, tell us about Levi. I know that he just came into your life mm-hmm. last year. Um, how did you guys meet? Yes. So we actually ended up adopting him two weeks before we went into quarantine. So we had no idea. <laughs> it ended up being a pretty good, uh, deal because then I could just spend so much more time with him. Um, he does come to work with me, which is great. So he has his own job. Uh, he is a goose dog, so he will actually chase the Canada geese off of the property. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he... I didn't is, know that was an official job title. It is, at least <laughs> at the place that I work at, yeah. <laughs> it's his official job title. He has a little harness that says working dog on it. Um, but he is just a larger-than-life personality. Uh, I love him so much. He is a mutt mix I have no idea what he is my best guess is probably like a pit bull some people say cattle dog some people say pointer not sure um he's a little speckly right he is a little speckly but he's the only one in his litter that looks like that so the other ones were either all black or all tan so I have no idea (laughs) oh well that's kind of neat that you got to see his siblings I'm always like because since I adopted Bert when he was like six or seven, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, I wonder what you were like. Yeah. As a puppy. I mean, I've yeah. seen a lot of chocolate lab puppies, so I can imagine, <laughs> but not, not exactly him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's a little one of a kind puppy and I love him. And he's the inspiration for everything. Absolutely. Yes. That you do. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Well, Chelsea, tell, um, tell everyone where they can find you on TikTok and all the other places on the internet? Yes. So um, on TikTok, I'm at Willow Be Goods. And on Instagram, I'm at Willow Be Goods. And my social media manager website, our Instagram is Chelsea.BarstowSMM for social media manager. And my websites are willowbegoods.com and chelseabarstow.com. So lots of options. You can also find that all in the show notes in case you're walking your dog right now and can't write that down. So um, Chelsea, thanks again for sharing your time with us today. Thank you so much, Tori. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.